Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to iHeartRadio with David Cirillo. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Sariro, and I have the pleasure and honor today on iHeartRadio to have the queen, the goddess, the amazing, the icon, the legend, my queen, my princess, the greatest woman in the world, after others, of course, the one and only. I love this woman. God is good. Let me tell you, God is good. The one and only today, over the phone, the gorgeous Gloria Gaynor. How are you, Gloria? I am great, thank you. Blessed and highly favored. Oh, my dear. Thank you so much, Gloria. You cannot imagine how much I love my life right now. (laughs) I love my life right now. You know, so... First of all, I want to tell you, uh, to start to tell you how much I, I adore you, I worship you, um, not just as, <laughs> as an artist, but as a person, all the things that you have done, all the philanthropy that you have done, all, we're going to talk about all of that, all the great things that you have done, and, and how many people <laughs> have, I would say, danced and, and had beautiful memories while listening to you. So the, the, the first question I would like to, 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 to ask you, my, my beloved Gloria, is um, how does this feel when people tell you, oh, my God, I've danced on your music. I danced on your song. Your music means so much to me. And, and I'm not even starting to talk about songs like I Am What I Am, uh, songs like I Will Survive, which connects to so many people. Um, tell us, how does it feel to be Gloria Gaynor. (laughs) It feels wonderful. It really does. Um, Because when people tell me the stories of things that have happened to them in their lives and how difficult times have befallen them and and they find their way through with the help of the song, I Will Survive, it adds meaning and purpose to my life. And so it's very encouraging to me. And it is for, for many, many, many people. So you coming today with this phenomenal album, you know, I'm li- listening to it all the time. Like probably, you know, on all the millions of people who have listened to it, probably half a million comes from me and my family, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> this beautiful album called Testimony, which is really, I would say, a tribute to this gorgeous music that is such an important part of the American culture, this beautiful music, gospel music. And I've listened to all your albums over and over, and I have the feeling, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but this album, yet knowing that you did all these wonderful classics albums, you know, um, I would, I'm thinking that this is such a personal album, perhaps even one of the most personal albums that you have ever done, Gloria. You're absolutely right. You are so, so right. The album is pretty much autobiographical. And, and you can feel it uh, because all the songs, even the way they were uh, chosen and put together in, in the correct order in, in the album, they felt like you were telling a story, you know. So it, it starts with amazing grace. And my God, mm-hmm. I mean, you believe in the Lord. <laughs> the second oh, yes. you, you listen to that, to that beautiful <laughs> uh, track, and then it follows with back on top, uh, he won't let go, 
joy comes in the morning, only you can do, singing over me, talking about Jesus, take my hand, precious Lord, men of peace, day one. There is also a, a lot of beautiful uh, talent, including Yolanda Adam. Tell us, oh, yes. How, yeah, t- tell us how that album, my dear Gloria, how that album um, came together and, and what made you want to record um, a gospel album. Well, I've wanted to record a gospel album for many years, uh, pretty much ever since I fell in love with Jesus. I wanted to do a gospel album, but I had management at the time who was more concerned with the money that would be coming in than they were about my desires for my career. So they kept putting it off and putting it off, and, and uh, it just never happened with them. But I have new management now who respects me and my desires and design for my own life and career. So that's why it's happened now. I mean, I really believe it's just God's timing because I did put out an album before, even with this management. And, you know, when you run out ahead of God, you end up out there alone, and that's what happened. So I, it didn't do anything. Um, nobody got to hear it, didn't get any publicity, didn't get any airplay or anything. And so, it just kind of flopped, and now this is God's timing, and so things are going great. And, and they are, and, and thank God uh, this, you know, today is possible, you know, thanks to you, my dear uh, uh, Gloria. So, and I must stress something, how the production of that album is superb, you know, and, and one thing that I realize in in any of your albums uh and, and perhaps it is a little bit naive for me to say, and, and forgive me for that, but I, I always hear the musicians playing. You know, you hear the musicians, you hear the background singers. Um, is mm-hmm. it for you important um, when, you, when you do an album to be also very involved with how the musicians can express themselves, uh, that it's not, you know, you, you didn't really fell in, in, in the new um, easy things with the new technology, with the machine playing everything, but you really want to stick to the beautiful traditional uh, way of, of playing these, these gorgeous music. Is it part of your mm. desire, my dear Gloria? Absolutely. It's part of my desire and my design for this album because whenever I've been asked uh, what is the, the what I feel is the major difference between music today and music from when I first began to record. And I invariably say, because I really believe it to be true, that it is the spontaneous creativity that can only happen between live musicians playing together and inspiring one another. So that's what I wanted on this album, and that's what we got. Chris Stevens uh, was happy, my producer was happy to to do that, and... uh, as a matter of fact, he brought it up to me before I brought it up to him. And uh, because I didn't even know if it was possible to do that there, but he found this wonderful studio in Tennessee, uh, 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 RCA uh, Recording Studios, uh, Studio B, where all of so many wonderful artists have created wonderful music recording there before me. So that was quite an honor and what a blessing to be able to do that. And what a blessing it is for us to listen to to, to this music. You know, it's probably my my, my producer uh, mind that is talking, but I'm hearing, you know, in this album, a musical, you know, a musical, because all these songs work 
so well together, so mm. perfectly arranged, you know, and, and, and I want to meet your drummer. I want to meet your, <laughs> your, 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 your brass section because, wow, mm. the, the, these people, they hit, like, you know, they have dynamite, dynamite you know, in, in their arms. Um, that, that, that is for sure. Um, it's really, oh, yeah. really a beautiful album. And trust me, uh, whoever, uh, and a lot of people are already uh, buying it and, and, and rightfully because it is a super album. It is really a pure demonstration of, of love, pure demonstration of professionalism, mm. of, uh, and we hear your, your work ethics. You, you mentioned something very important in your, in your answer mm. about the way you always, um, involve yourself in terms of, uh, uh, I would say, the production and the vocal production. And there is something that really defined you in, in 1979 when you recorded this, uh, I don't know how even to call it, beyond the classic, you know, um, I Will Survive. Um, at that time, in, I believe we were in 1979, um, you mm. know, you had tons of background vocals, you had tons of effects, uh, uh, people mm. to, they were recording in a mid-tempo, then after they were pushing it, in a higher tempo to have the voices to sound a little bit higher. But you, <laughs> for the first time, we heard these gorgeous woman who was grabbing the mic, like, you know, you're grabbing a torch of fire, you know, like the Statue <laughs> of Liberty, beautiful as ever, and, and singing without any, uh, I would say, back vocals, without any mm. uh, uh, effect, but just the lyrics, just the beauty of your singing. And yet the song is in minor, yet the song, I would say, could be the, the lyrics of, um, you know, a slow dancing, but yet it was put in all of that. Um, how how that, that whole song, that whole, I would say, concept, that literally changed, because uh, after that opened the door to Shalamar, that opened the door to, um, uh, you know, songs like Shane, et cetera, et cetera. So how, um, how that, that, that whole concept of I will survive was brought to you together to, 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 to come to the way we know it? Well, you know, that was really the genius of Freddie Perrin and Dino Fakaris because, you know, they, had, they were from Motown. They'd done wonderful recordings with wonderful artists with great voices, and they tried to keep them pure. And, and, and help people to let, allow people to hear the essence of the beauty of the vocals and, and, and the creativity of the musicians and, and all of that. So they were used to doing that because that was their way. And I was so, so pleased that they didn't want to put any background vocals on I Will Survive because that song, the lyrics are so important that you don't really need any interference coming from anything. So just to keep it pure and whole was their idea, and I'm very happy for that. And, of course, I invite everyone to read your beautiful autobiography called mm -hmm. I Will Survive. Um, you know, I'm, I'm producing and I'm and I, um, producing a show that is about disco music now in New York. It's called Lost in the Disco. And uh, I co-wrote it with a famous film director called uh, Lisa Azuelos in France. And I want you, so it's a love story where you have these classics, but the moment, the moment when we have I Will Survive, just when the arpeggio mm. of, uh, you know, I Will Survive starts, in the, beginning. the audience, mm. that's it. The show starts <laughs> really when people hear that song. 
what, what do mm. you think? Because, you know, there are many songs out there, but no one had that impact. And I believe this is your really phenomenal, and I really mean that, phenomenal uh, interpretation where really you put the, the I would say, the, the emphasis on each word, you know, and you put the meaning mm. into it, such as songs like I Am What I Am, which could be on everyone's T-shirt, you know, I Will mm. Survive. Yesterday, you know, I performed for a cancer research gala, and I sat with some people, and I tell them today that I have the honor of interviewing you, and they told me, these are cancer survivors, and they told me, I want you to say to Madam Gaynor, because to me, you're Gloria, but to many people, Madam Gaynor, you know, <laughs> um, you know, they, they said, tell her how that song, I Will Survive, and her interpretation meant to, to us when we were uh, diagnosed by, you know, having cancer or a terrible disease, and we heard that song, I Will Survive. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a, an anthem to, I would say, to survival. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know, did you know when you recorded that song that it would have such impact nearly 40 years later? Hmm. Well, when I first read the lyrics, I, you know, because I, I went out, to record another song that had been chosen by the record company president. And when I asked the producers what the B-side would be, they said to me, well, what kind of songs do you like to sing? And I said, well, I like songs that are meaningful, uh, that have uh, good lyrics, that uh, touch people's hearts, that have good melodies. And they said, we think you're the one we've been waiting for to record this song we wrote two years ago. So I've always believed that God went to them and said, look, sit down, write this song, hold on to it, I'm going to send you somebody. I really believe that this song was written wow. for me. And uh, and so when I read the lyrics, they wrote, wrote it down for me. Uh, and and uh, I read the lyrics, I thought, I said to them, what are you, nuts? You're going to put this on the B-side? I said, this is a hit lyric. This is a timeless wow. lyric. <laughs> and they said, well, you know, that's the deal we made. I said, well, it's left to me. It won't remain on the B-side. Because I I was at that moment uh, standing there in a back brace. I had surgery on my spine a few months prior and was recovering in a, in a back brace. And um I was relating that situation to the song. I was also relating to the song, the fact that my mother had passed away just a few years prior. And Aww. that was something I, I, you know, really had great difficulty surviving. And so I felt like whatever you're going through that you think might be insurmountable and hope you'll survive, you're going to relate to this song, to these words, I will survive. And wow. so, yeah, I did, I, I did believe that the song would, last for as long as it would be played. Now, did I think that it would be played for 40 years? No. (laughs) No, when you're 20-something years old, you don't think about 40 years later. But I I felt that it would be enjoyed, liked, and and accepted, taken to heart by people who heard it for, for as long as it would be played. Oh, and, and I tell you something. I went to nightclubs all over the world, and I, as you can hear with my terrible accent, I was born in, in Paris, in France, and over there, mm. 
people in every club, not, not just I will survive, but they know all your discography, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, all your Christmas, the Christmas things that you've done, uh, I believe it was at the Vatican, um, all, all these amazing things that, that you have done. And I must say, because you, you're kind of a, like all the great people, you're very discreet and, and, and very modest about um, giving back to, to, to other people, but you do, and I think, these actions um, sh- should be said. You are helping uh, a lot of charity. Um, you you using also you know your your voice or talent for uh, many many benefits organization, uh, including mm-hmm. when there was uh, the Hurricane Harvey on the state of Texas in August 2017. You rewrote the lyrics of uh, "I Will Survive" to the title "Texas Will Survive." Um, so yes. that's that, that's really you know all these beautiful things that that you have done. And it's really, really, truly an honor. So before we arriving toward the end of the, this wonderful interview, but I want to talk more about this um, amazing album, uh, Testimony. Why, how did you come up to that title, which is appropriate, which is your testimony to God? Is that what you, what, what it, you want to say? It is, it is definitely my, my testimony of the love, the mercy, the grace, the peace, the joy of God in my life. Wow. And and we definitely feel all of that. So my dear Gloria, before we start to say goodbye to each other, um, mm-hmm. I want you to know that we are going to play, folks, on iHeartRadio, all the album of testimony. There is not one song from that album which we will not be playing. This is really a masterpiece. Uh, perhaps one of the greatest gospel album I have ever heard. Uh, Thank it is you. So meaningful, so beautiful, and I invite mm-hmm. everyone to purchase it on iTunes to listen to it without difference uh, at Spotify and other um, uh, platform. Um, my dear Gloria, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate and value your time. I love you. Thank I you. love you. I love you. You are my queen. You're the queen of, of, of every music. You're really a God sent, really. And, and I want so you to know that you mean so much to, to everyone with your music, with your talent, with your presence, with your generosity. I, I love you. I mean, I can talk for hours, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm going to give you a new, you know, but I, I really, really love you. I can't thank you enough for, for being with us today, my dear Gloria. It's been my great pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, be ready to hear a lot of tracks from the wonderful album Testimony of the Gorgeous Gloria Gaynor. We're going to start with Amazing Grace, followed by Back on Top. Right after we follow a lot of beautiful, beautiful tracks. Stay tuned for more music on iHeartRadio. Thank you. When 
But I heard a voice deep down inside saying, in spite of the mess that you made, don't you know I suffered so you wouldn't have to? That's when I dropped to my knees and I Amazing
Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to iHeartRadio with David Cerrillo. 